0: This is Two Minutes About Time with Luke Allen and Robert E.G. Black, the podcast that takes a look at the film about time, two minutes at a time. I'm Richard Curtis, and I hope you enjoy it. And if you don't, well, you can just travel back in time two minutes and listen to something else. I'm one of your hosts, Luke Allen. I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Robert E.G. Black. Hello. special guest for this week, Eddie. Howdy. There we go. That's That's an interesting way of saying hello. (laughs) I don't know why I
1: said howdy. (laughs) Don't know where that came from, but
0: there you go. So today we're getting more emotional, and this is this is the big one, I think. Today, mm. yeah. Would you? Do you think, Robert? Like, is this the biggest emotional moment in the film? Is this the moment where you think more most people cry? Probably
2: not me. <laughs> yeah, fair. It is.
0: So what? What if any films, Robert, have made you cry? And same with that. I'm not
2: saying this film doesn't. I'm saying it would have been like last minute or before. Oh, okay. I, ha- I have a problem with the, the walk as a kid. Thing. It may
0: be the same problem as I have. I still like it. It's beautiful, and because of its beauty, I allow my problem to... If, I think
2: I think for it to work for me, we would have had to see Tim as a kid in the movie before. Oh. Like, if we'd seen them mm. walking around okay. when he was a kid. So That's it's really more of a visual repetition. Uh, so maybe repetition. Even,
0: even in the opening montage, yeah. if we just had... Yeah, I get that. I never thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense, because mm. there's no kind of like familiarity of seeing Tim as a kid.
2: I mean, they're walking. They could do that whenever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so actually, the, the background pictures that we get throughout the rest of the film, the little photos in the background, are of young Donal? Yeah. They could have done it of Charlie, right? Who yeah. plays the kid.
2: Yeah, if they were going to actually... I mean, we barely see him. Most of these shots are from far away.
0: Yeah, we get away with And <laughs> once again... Like, I don't think anyone pays attention to the pictures of young Donal. <laughs> so it's, uh, it took us a while to recognise them. So it's, it's fine. But yeah, so the dad opens the minute with a quick little walk, totally against the rules of course, but if we don't change a thing, if we're very careful, it shouldn't do any harm. It'd be nice. And that's I mean They, they yeah. must have been very careful. Yeah. Or well,
1: maybe Tim had to then go back in time again a lot to be like, to- oh f***ed up, sorry. But it's, it's a nice, like, we obviously, we see like the perfect, Perfect thread narrative, but I well,
2: we know imagine... that we know that Tim can reverse this.
0: Yeah, because he did it with Kit Kat. Yeah, which so that's if, where if the problem anything, is. He
2: just gets to screw over his father and make this go away.
0: I think that's where the problem is for me. As I said I like it; it's so emotionally powerful that I didn't think of this the first couple of times I saw the film. It's only the more I think about it, it's like really is it the reason he can't see his dad is because they're having another child being born. Mm-hmm. But if he can do this and be careful, then can't he go back every now and again and still be careful? Why does this have to be the final goodbye?
1: It's, it might just be em- too emotionally tough, because um, loss is hard to deal with sometimes, particularly when you've, they're obviously a very, very close family, like he said right at the beginning. So it might just be like, I can't go through this again. Yeah, but it, yeah I can do with like that, that more I,
0: emotionally. Yeah, that
2: he, That's he's, why I think it would fit if we've... Like, seen this moment before, like, maybe their version, Mm. what he means by careful is we literally do the same thing we did the first time. Mm. We just hang out and throw some stones.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, do you just kind of not think about what you're doing in order to make sure the same thing happens? You just sort of let yourself do it? Or,
2: instead of risking Posey and Jeff, we just risk Jeff, because he doesn't even have a name. (laughs) Go back a few months before the cancer got bad. Yeah.
0: That could walk. You know? And it's lovely and emotional and powerful that they have gone back to when he's a kid. But they could have still done that with them adults. hmm Yeah. Like, it's just like they're risking a lot for something they could have just... They could reviewed. have
2: just left, left the room and walked out to the beach and thrown some stunts.
1: It would have been weird going back yeah. as a kid, and then as a kid being like, Oh, Dad, I can time travel. And I'd be like, what, what have you done? Like, <laughs> how do you know now? Because I would have... As a, as a dad, I would have so many questions like, Oh, you're like six, and you can time travel. When and do what does
2: Child Tim think happened on that day? Because hmm. he doesn't remember this. He lost an afternoon. Steep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no cats, but
2: it's steep. Well, but the um, movie Butterfly Effect gets into that because hmm. it, it affects him that things happen that he his future self is making happen. Because like he suddenly has a knife, and his mother thinks he's insane. Turns out his future self grabbed a knife, and it, it's it's a problem. This just I I think well Luke's. Uh, yeah, just disconnected. So I'll say this right up. now, without him, I don't, I do not like this moment in the movie because yes. I think it's pointless.
1: It, it to me, it felt like here is the big emotional scene, which I never. When it's quite obvious, that like Pixar does this a lot. They did it a lot less recently, but it's always like here's the big emotional scene. It's like they're poking you for stick. Are you crying yet? Are you crying yet? Right.
2: Like, we already had. We had that last minute. It was yeah. fine.
0: Hello, and then it's sorry.
2: Like, Let's do sorry. one more thing and make it worse.
0: Sorry for vanishing there. What was the last thing I said before cut out?
2: It's okay. We've already ridiculed what you were saying. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I, I was just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that for me, I like this scene, but it does feel, and I have a problem with this with a lot of films, particularly Pixar. It feels a lot like they're poking you with a stick going, are you crying yet? Are you crying yet? And I'm just like, no, stop it. I no, I,
0: I, I, feel that, but for me it's, yes. <laughs> yes, now stop. The
2: <laughs> <laughs> book is yes, and I want more, yeah.
1: Hmm. But I, I like, I like this scene, but it's, um, yeah, I can understand why, um, why Robert doesn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, it's a that Mark Kermode had said, where he said, it probably been, it's probably figure speech that's been heard before, but I heard it on Mark Kermode's show when he was talking about yesterday. And he was. He said. He said you can be angry at your enemies for crossing their knife and fork, but you can forgive your friends for eating with their fingers. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's true in this case. You could hate other films for doing this, but because we love this film, it's fine. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think
2: that's. This is why I hate it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's. I don't
2: know.
0: (laughs) Robert now hates the film. That's That's today's episode title.
1: This was a part for me where when I was watching I started feeling more warm and fuzzy but literally the second you start to think about it you're like, hang on and everything's like flipped.
0: I've said before as well like when Tim's older and he's got like he knows he's going to die do you think he just goes back in time screws up life for everyone else and just and just relives them out he's like, yeah, nothing to lose. <laughs> we'll definitely or get what, into Or what if more. he has
2: dementia and the only thing he can remember is he can travel in time. Ooh. Then he won't care. Things will go horribly. His kids will get a raise. <laughs> He occasionally remembers random things from the future and he doesn't know why. I'd also note the sound effect is different this time. It's, you get the heartbeat thing and then you actually get a clock ticking.
1: That's cool. Oh yes, I liked that you get the heartbeat. That was um again, that probably helped me be like, oh it's gonna be emotional cause you-
2: Yeah, the last several times he used time travel it was more of a heartbeat than the original sound effect.
0: Mm. We didn't even have the original sound effect for the other big emotional bit of Golden Them Hills. The, the music yeah. just kicked in. But I liked it a lot
1: cause it was like, this is such an important decision for him, and I think as they're both doing it together as well, it's like amplified, which is lovely. Also, imagine if they both time traveled, but one of them thought of the wrong time. What would happen then? Like proper time slip <laughs> paradox. I was thinking, like last Tuesday. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because I'd imagine they've done this a few times, haven't they? Also, not gonna lie. When I went to hol- when I went on a holiday to Wales in the caravan, which I would comment if I talked about in the episode, or off camera Mm. last year we were not too far from the beach and i specifically made a point of skimming stones with my dad i was like we've got to do this (laughs) i was like we've got to do about time (laughs)
1: that's nice
0: yeah it was it was good fun i'm not normally a fan of the beach it probably sounds weird but the smell of sand makes me want to bite the inside of my cheeks
1: i get that but with other things like with uh this sound horrible so i apologize anyone is a bit squeamish but when I'm not wearing socks and shoes, I worry about my nails scraping on the top of my shoe. And if I'm thinking about that whilst I'm walking, even wearing socks, I have to stop so I can sit down and not faint. It's just <laughs> horrible.
0: I, but I genuinely don't get why there's a thing with biting the inside of my cheeks. Like, what on earth is that? Just whenever I've smelt mm. sand, I've done that. And for ages, uh, I think I didn't have my family go to beaches. And after about time, I just started liking it. <laughs> Now you've got bloody gums forever though. It's horrible. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever been to Cornwall, so I really want to go to Cornwall. Oh, Cornwall's lovely. Also, the church used in this film for the wedding is also in one of my other favourite films. Have you seen Keeping Mum? I do Okay, it's a film, Rowan Atkinson is a vicar and Maggie Smith is a serial killer. And Patrick Swayze is Kristen Scott Stewart's, um, uh, like, affair. It's a beautiful film and it's just hilarious like Maggie Schmidt as a serial killer is a great concept for any film so i recommend that it's hilarious and Rowan Atkinson is like the only, one of the only serious parts in the film That's like so he's weird. he's just oblivious to all this serial killing taking place like she comes as a nanny who comes to solve all of their problems but what they what the family don't know is that she's killing everyone who causes these problems What's this so their life it's just it's called keeping mum Keeping well, Mum, I'm definitely going to watch that because like, I'm a big fan of serial killers. But yeah, the church—the church, <laughs> the church he's in—is the church from About Time. I think um, Robert, you found that out yeah. a few weeks ago. You haven't seen Keeping Mum either, have you? But it's... I don't think so. No. Yeah, you said, "Oh, Keeping Mum was found around here," and I was like, "The church, of course." So I definitely need to go there. I need to... I'm going to double check now, just by finding a picture of the church and Keeping Mum, because I'd imagine there's probably not another church in that village. No, or... that place
2: is pretty small.
0: So, Robert, you're a visuals guy, so this is this is your episode, really. I know.
2: And then it's them running around, skipping stones, and then at the very end, when uh tackles Tim to the ground, which is funny.
0: So, what do you guys think about the fact that young Tim is Charlie Curtis? I don't think much to say about that, but it's interesting.
1: I think it's a nice little touch. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't actually realise until, I said it on an early episode, and then I'd, I'd forgotten about it until you mentioned it again. Yes, yeah, a nice little touch. It's just if you know, you know, and it's a nice little Easter egg for you.
0: And I think the handheld camera's a lot more noticeable in this as well. Mm. Yeah, tackle into the ground. I like that we don't see either of their faces much as well. I know it's probably just a way of covering up the that fact actual age. But, Yeah, <laughs> although Bill Nye, I feel in just the slight darkening of his hair works completely. Mm. It convinced me. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a lot easier for some people,
1: just for whatever reason, to like hide their age and make them look younger or older but yeah he's a. because i I always think of bill nye as old even though he's not always been old he just has like an old an older face yeah it's it's the same with me with like a a chevy chase i only really saw him in community and then it was like here's everything else he's done and his older problems he's had he's a horrible person but it's like oh thanks for immediately ruining the character for me (laughs) i've just discovered
0: um, is community one of the shows that you'll ever tackle on Sit Canned, or do you think, nah? Uh, possibly. It's, community is so hit and miss
1: for me. And that's even including earlier seasons, because I don't like Dan Harmon as a writer. Um, I don't think he's very good.
0: Are you a fan yeah. of season four then?
1: Uh, it's okay. Uh, it, it loses everything that community was kind of about. Hmm. Um, I, think I feel would, like
0: when I would... didn't know that Dan Harmon had left for season four, I didn't notice the decline as clear as it is now.
1: Hmm. Well, I remember when season four came out, I was watching it as it was coming out, and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. And then when Troy left, I was just like, oh, that's just kind of completely like taken out a massive part of the community. And then just, it's never,
0: there were still great moments in season five and six, but it never really recovered. The final episode of season six was great, but it would have been nice if Donald would come back, just for a little bit. If we had Donald and Chevy back for a t- I-, I feel like the movie... Donald Glover's agreed to do it. I feel like Chevy Chase should be in the movie in some way. He's dead though. Like Pierce died. Yeah. In the, in
1: the series. No, I, I get
0: that, but a I new feel hologram like. hologram or something. Or something. Yeah. The hologram or, or. I mean, Pierce could have faked his own death. I feel like we wouldn't yeah, even be definitely. annoyed at that. I don't I think... think he's
2: clever enough. <laughs> and they already did fake deaths of like two or three other characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. I feel like you could find an excuse to put Chevy Chase in and people wouldn't have a problem because he was prime community.
1: It would be like his twin brother he didn't know he had or something stupid.
0: I know it would be hard to get Chevy back after everything. But I mean if you've seen his Instagram recently. No, I haven't. Like basically, anyone tags him in anything and he reposts it for some reason, like he like he posted on his story, I gave it a go. I posted that I was watching community and I got posted on Chevy Chase's story. It's a key moment in my career. Um (laughs) But yeah, it's like people just post about Pierce in community and they just talk about how great he was and talk about how they, people literally posting like the, the the table read they did and saying oh shame Chevy Chase isn't here and blah 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 and it's like and he's just sharing all of that and it's like really but it's for like listen to sick hands at Chevy Chase I you know, could try much- I think people have done stuff like that <laughs> it probably gets you should give it a go just say seeing whether Chevy Chase will repost this <laughs> like I think if then, you actually explain what you're doing then he might find it fun. I did I
1: did mention last episode I had a controversial opinion. About, about Oh, that. of course, yes. yes. Um, I don't like Kit Kat. <laughs> I very...
0: Sorry, I was waiting for Robert to say something. <laughs> I think the silence speaks volumes. Robert's um... just left.
1: I am, I'm not a big fan of quirky characters in general, and it was just a bit too much for me.
0: Robert, should I add a sound of you walking away or something? <laughs> or something? <laughs> Just like, yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. What about Desmond, though? Uh, he said, uh, I wasn't, I didn't really
1: notice him, to be honest. Just didn't He felt like he would just jump in every now and then. And he had a really nice moment during the funeral. Where yeah. He, where he said, oh, he said he loved me. I was, oh, that's nice. He, that felt like he had a point to make. Oh, no, I see that. But Kit Kat, it was
0: just kind of like, a random. I think Kit Kat grows on me more through this. So that's why the whole Kit Kat story just didn't work for me anyway, because I feel like the questions it asked about how he could take her back in time and all of that, it just... The fact that he did that and then it got removed, and mm. so basically it had no effect on her life. The, the only good thing I take... Well, not the only good thing. It's a good film all the way through, and I only have these problems when nitpicking. <laughs> but the, the main good thing that come out of that is the message, which I think is something which I've learned recently through trying to help some of my own friends is that you can't fix someone's life, they have to Mm. do it for themselves.
1: Yeah, I I did really like how she, well, basically, with Tim as well, she had to overcome her addiction, and she had to go through that car crash to be like, okay, I've got to fix myself, I've got to fix everything. I really like they told that story, and I'm glad she had a happy ending, because it's just, that was the right thing to do, I think. But
0: I I should say as well, we're not here to offer life advice, you should still be there for someone. No, definitely, yeah. But, you can't expect that you can just fix it for them.
1: Sometimes you have to just make your own mistakes and realise that was a mistake I made, which is a very tough thing to do, particularly when you can see your friends also making a similar mistake, but sometimes you just have to make that mistake to to learn. And I'm glad KitKat has to go through, you know, a car crash to be like, okay, that's sh And I liked it when I basically, after that, I was like, okay, now she's a relatable character to me and I like, can understand her, but all the quirky bits, I was just like,
0: like nah, there's nothing there I can latch on to. So to the listeners who watch Liquor Diddley, where are you with Alice? She's hilarious.
1: Because she's so you're fine. Okay. Because she, she is the village idiot, but she's not, like, I don't know. Because Alice is like a pure comedy character in a comedy film. Whereas with Kit, with Kit Kat, it felt like there was something she, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what it is, really.
0: It's just Alice is an idiot. And, if you didn't know, Emma Chambers is also in Notting Hill, and she's brilliant in that.
1: Okay, yeah, but she's um, yeah, Alice is an idiot, and that is her whole character. There's not like a hidden thing underneath. She's just an idiot, which is like great. I get the character; I can understand it. Whereas Kit Kat, I was like they're holding something back. I don't know what it is yet, but the whole quirky, weird persona thing wasn't wasn't connecting with me. So, Robert, what are we on
0: for the visuals of this of this whole time on the beach?
2: We already did that. We got to go to the minute one fourteen.
0: Minute 114, of course. Which you've just got little bits of the dialogue. I'm tired. Thanks, Dad. And, I mean, is there a- even anything else on the visuals on 114, really? It's... No, they're
2: the walking back. The I like cities. his arm around him. They sit down for a bit, and then they walk away from the beach. And we cut to Christmas.
0: I heard... I can't remember exactly where I heard this thing. It was on the commentary, but I'm not certain. So once again, as I always say with these facts, they're in my head. <laughs> if they're wrong, Apologies. This beach is actually a clothing optional beach and it was really uncomfortable when they were filming it because so many naturists came by. Yeah, I'm going to double check what beach this is. Okay, so the house is is Porthpean House on yes. Porthpean Beach Road. So I'm assuming it's Porthpean Beach. It's not. It's not? No. Okay, do you know what the name of the beach is? No. Okay, but you know it's not that one.
2: Yes, because there's actually a uh, street view on the beach for there. So you can see what that beach actually looks like.
0: Hmm. Yeah, fair point. I'll have to con- consider continue to find out. So it's not. So they never use the beach that's right by the house.
2: Uh, they show them on part of the walkway the first time they walk down there, but then they cut to the new, the different walkway. And I guess I could know the path down to the beach is not by the house. Oh, it's not? No, there it, there is one there, but the one there is like this big stone thing, like a ramp, and mm-hmm. it's it's less like rustic and. Like, natural.
1: Hmm. I don't know, because you said you've been to England before, haven't you? Yeah. Years did ago. you ever go, did you go to Cornwall?
2: Oh, uh, no. We didn't go that far no,
1: down. It, it's, um, yeah, it's such a, a Cornwall-esque beach. It's proper, like, everything. Yeah, it's
2: probably a beach nearby, but if they wanted a different visual, just mm. like they, they drove on the dirt road that's nearby. They...
1: Yeah. Cornwall's proper, like, picturesque and pebbly and cobblestone I yeah. I can't think of what an American comparison would be. But it's just, it's it look almost like another world. You go in there and you're like, oh, hang on, everything's like gone back.
2: Well, even the house, the one time they show the front of it, you can tell, mm. was a different style house originally.
0: Yeah. And well, then you know, they painted it like for the added. film. They painted huh. the outside of the house pink. And I swear you can hardly tell it's pink
1: on the screen. I, I, I couldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was white, but I was watching behind the scenes and they painted the house. <laughs> and it was like, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so strange. Vault Beach, eight miles away. There we go, Vault Beach. It's interesting that they choose, it's interesting that they choose it, don't they? That, well, that beach. It may have been when they filmed it,
1: it wasn't peak beach weather. It's, it's probably freezing, and you just can't tell. Cause, you know, we don't have the best weather in England anyway. <laughs> but it's probably absolutely freezing, and you just, cause, So no one's turned up, What if you like, close it off for a shoot. Which is easier said than done. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's like because it's all enclosed by like hills and stuff, so it's, it looks like a quite a hidden away beach. It might have been like a nice father and son. This is, this is our hidden beach kind of thing. But I also like the idea of father and son walking around, and everyone else is just like naked around them. They're like, oh, this is awkward.
0: But, it says here that it's unofficially known as a naturist beach. Uh, okay. Oh, we've still got a major part of one fourteen left. Yeah. Right. So Tim says, narrates. So I'm almost up to date with my story. As all families do, we got used to life after death, and it was still fine. And things settled back into their traditional rhythms, season after season. And are much as they have always been. And we've got used to Kit Kat being happy again. And then we got used to her being a mum, albeit not a very good or even safe one. And in the end, I think I've learned the final lesson from my travels in time. And I've even gone one step, and that's where it's... A question! Mm-hmm. Right. Kit Kat, if she has a son, can he travel?
1: Well, they do say in the family, so I'm guessing so. Which is also imply the uncle could travel in time as well.
0: But he was... Uncle Desmond was the mother the mother's brother. Oh, okay. So it's not blood-related. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it... Yeah, it's a weird one. Because I just... Like, Kit Kat doesn't know about the time travel, so maybe maybe there are several generations who just haven't been told they can travel in time. Possibly. And I like, that's
1: Tim's sister, Kit Kat's son. By the way, this happens. Then she probably could do,
0: but... Yeah, he just has like a strong relationship with his uncle, then. Hmm. Which, yeah, I think that that could work. It'd be nice. Uh, there's a sequel idea, Richard Curtis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we could put in another British chocolate bar pun and call it about time out. That's, uh,
0: That's awful. I know. I don't know why I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anything on the visuals, Robert, during this montage? Well, obviously there are, but well, there's lots. Worth
2: of the note? Posey's five now, so we're actually probably at 2013. Finally. Which makes sense. The new kid is there. Jeff isn't.
1: <laughs>
0: he so erased Jeff. He might have Jeff. been
2: erased by the uh, walk.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> He's just rid of Jeff. <laughs> Bye-bye, Jeff. Bye. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Do we see Jeff at all for the rest of the film? Maybe
1: next
2: time. I don't Not this Christmas scene. He's not in the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jeff. My favorite character, or the
2: ba- or the baby's supposed to be Jeff, but that doesn't make any sense. She was about to give birth to the next one.
1: Hmm. Well, Jeff,
2: then the baby's missing.
1: Jeff's my favorite character. And Posey's too old.
0: Oh yeah, I feel like he's got such an arc. Like, his, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about Jeff. Come on, Lance. Come, I love the way that Jeff evolves throughout the story.
2: Well, he, <laughs> like, he took yeah, at the, the start funeral he's really just well you know he was the stoic one so he, yeah, he, he, he,
0: he, 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 he pulled he pulled himself together for the funeral didn't <laughs> too much. I think it's great how at the start he's so sort of childlike and naive. Yep. And how, you know, he starts to learn more about the world as the film progresses. Mm.
1: I think he's a big baby.
2: Maybe he time traveled back in the way himself.
0: <laughs> he's just like I'm done. Let's do a
2: butterfly effect on this.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jeff is the darkest timeline. <laughs>
2: And I really wanted Kit Kat to actually do something unsafe when he says she wasn't
0: a safe mother. <laughs> she just, she just goes, let's see if he bounces. Ah, yeah. no he doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, she just told him, baby.
1: She's the reason why Jeff isn't there. <laughs> she killed <laughs> him.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I base. I think we basically, uh, at the end of this film, we've decided that Jeff doesn't exist. Right. Jeff was a figment of our imaginations all along, really. Hmm. Yeah. Jeff is... It makes sense. He actually. What does Jeff do to the plot? Um, he adds in an extra baby. I feel it like he's is. just there. It's fine, because it's real life.
1: Yeah. It's
2: just there. Because even limiting the window when Tim contracted his father could have been by hmm. this baby whose name we also don't get to know.
1: That's um, a, it's Jeff That's Jeff
0: with a G-E. Not a J. <laughs> <not a G. laughs> Jeff Mark 2.0. Yeah. New Jeff. <laughs> so, I mean... Yes, yeah, so we've got the playing in the lawn.
2: Yeah, playing croquet. There go. Uh, thank, thank you for that saying that. The
0: reason business. I didn't say it is I like, always get croquet and crochet mixed up in <laughs> which one's pronounced as which.
1: That so I didn't want to make the mistake. Yeah, my grandma loves croquet. We get a better shot of the
2: house finally. Mm. Uh, Mer- Tim it's and Mary's house. It's still not house. pink. No, not the Parthian house. Tim and Mary's house. Although I still don't know where it is.
0: And then we get Kit Kat being a mum. And, I mean, we're assuming that Jay's the father, although technically it's not canonically said.
2: Mm. But, well, he's there at yeah. Christmas, so I think that's the implication.
0: Mm. So, I mean, any comments to fin- to wrap well, up Wednesday? I, I would
2: have one last note, because considering Margot Robbie's first shot in the film, it's nice that this shot of Mary, I don't think it's her last shot, because she's in the next couple of minutes, but also it starts with her, like, it's like Tim's story is finally focused on her.
1: Mm. <laughs> wrongly yeah it's um, I just it's a nice like beginning of the end of the film like very end of the film Mm -hmm. it's just like everything's all wholesome it's all wrapping up nicely and it's just sometimes you need that in a film I was thinking because originally when I started watching it and listening to your early conversations I thought okay well something's going to happen in this film with Kit Kat and after that it's just going to be horrifically sad and everyone's going to break up and possibly die, and it's gonna end with Tim being miserable and alone in the room. But it, it didn't, and I'm really glad it didn't, because sometimes you just, you just need a nice like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thing.
0: It's such a different movie. Yeah, it, that's, that's Jeff, that's Jeff's story. Anything, are we ready to wrap up 1:14 yes. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, good. Eddie, where can my listeners find you on social media? Uh, you
1: can follow me on Twitter at Little Voices Ed with two D's, and you can follow Sitcand at facebook.com forward Sitcand, or Twitter at Sitcand. And Robert, where can I find you?
2: Robert E. G.
0: Black on social media or lammydrops
2: On that website, you'll find a link to the store, which includes our Graham Curry fan club shirt and our Two Minutes About Time shirt.
0: And this is to find me on Twitter at Lama underscore bottle zero, Instagram at Luke, Facebook Luke Allen Film, all podcast, radio, print, newspaper articles, short films. Anything I'm remotely involved in is at lukeallenco This podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Minutes About Time. We're also on IMDb at Two Minutes About Time. We've joined our Facebook group, The Cupboard, to discuss all things about time. And we'll end this episode with shine on you, crazy diamonds. The Two Minutes About Time theme is performed by Ethan O'Mahoney and is a cover of the About Time theme, originally composed by Nick Laird Close. Two Minutes About Time is a production of Lemon Drop Studios in association with Bottle O Productions.